welcome back. How are we? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. I actually have. So I didn't tell you this story. Okay. So preface. Um, Aaliyah just came straight from work. Yeah, I look like Target. <laughs> and our other friend came over because we are going to have like a little girls night. So there was like, and me and my two roommates were in here. So it was like five of us just in here talk- talking. And I didn't tell you the story because I wanted to save it for the pod. Okay. <laughs> I had a really unfortunate event. <laughs> These are my favorite. To me. Embarrassing Jessica stories are honestly my favorite stories. So I was at my family's home this weekend, and from the stairs, you know this obviously, but they don't. So from the stairs from our basement, like going up, we have like a doggy door mm-hmm. because my dog, he'll just really get into some madness down there. So we just keep the gate up. And I'm like really prone for like falling upstairs. Not down. Jessica. Up. So I'm Jessica's way too tall to be falling. I know. Period. So Jessica shouldn't fall. It's a long fall for her. Up the stairs, <laughs> and I went to step over the gate. And keep in mind, that's a terrible idea. I had my fuzzy socks on with your fuzzy and, pants. Yeah, and they don't really have a lot of grip. They don't have any grip unless so they have like the little. I didn't grippers. step high enough, and so the whole gate and my body went on the hardwood so hard, Shrek! and I fell really hard. And it was really embarrassing for me. And <laughs> Jessica, now, embarrassed in front of her immediate family. So everyone's like, oh my God. Because they, <laughs> they thought I was like broken, which I kind of am because my knee is swollen and I have bruises Remember on my when knee. when you got a concussion? We should tell we them. Should tell we should tell. Oh my God. We should have a um, story time episode. Yeah, we should. Okay, so basically. We'll sure. put that on a poll and we'll, see if you yeah. guys want story time. We'll save we that pretty story. Hilarious stories, but honestly. basically I had a really unfortunate event happen to me one time at a bar. <laughs> And I wasn't even concerned when she told me. I just laughed about it. Well, I was not laughing in the moment. Yeah, now, no, just, now I can laugh about it. Jessica wasn't laughing. No, Aaliyah every, was laughing. Everybody involved everyone, was not laughing at the Everyone time. was laughing at work the following day after we knew Jessica, Joanne, was in okay. fact, did not pass away. But it was, it really, no, it really was a scary moment for me and everyone yeah. involved. So um, that's a funny story. But now, now, but at the time it wasn't. And I came close to suing a bar. So that's that. Let us know if you we want to hear that story. We love living in Columbia. Um, yeah, Columbia's a great place. Definitely live here if you have nowhere else ever to live. Live ever here. Like, live, live here, here if, if you enjoy, like, option. riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> Not the riffraff. <laughs> live here if you enjoy just, like, weird people at all points of time. People that shouldn't be where they are. No, I to stopped at a gas station in Columbia today that I, like, went to go get a coffee or something. And this man walks up to my window. Like, no. Before I even gotten out of the car and just started smiling at me. And I was like, so reverse. <laughs> and I literally left. I was so like, we're leaving. that's enough of that. And I just, whoop, right out. <laughs> we'll get coffee at my home. Yeah. We'll just plug in the good old coffee maker <laughs> and do it that way. Because that man was enough. But yeah, this, you know, Columbia's fun. Yeah, if you've never ventured here, the great capital I'll tell city you something for Carolina. free. There's literally nothing here. Um, That's not true. There's a lot here. What is there here Just to do? Just not a lot of quality things. <laughs> I know of a good bowling alley. The one we went to. That was a great bowling alley. That was a good one. There's a better one called Stars and Stripes. Oh, I've heard of that one. That one's good. Um, There's some good you know, things The here. nightlife is kind of fun in the Vista. I think uh, Five of. Points has gotten a little no, too we drunk yeah, for no, me. We don't do five points. Um, there's too many 16-year-olds down there running a fucking muck, so I don't do Five Points and have not for a very long time. Um, and Soda City's cute. You know, there are, like, there are, like, good things here. There's just, like, you know, not, you just have to, like, not wait enough for them. to, like, live Whenever here. there's, like, like, St. Patrick's Day is, like, fun and, like. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun, like, at, I don't know. 
I guess, but also, like, my idea of fun, Don't like, move here. Isn't... Don't come here. Getting... I don't know. It's okay. That's how I feel about Columbia. It's okay. And the only <laughs> thing is, I was talking to one of my roommates about this the other day. I was like, I have never felt comfortable here. Like, I don't know what it is. I've lived here for about a year and a half. I still, like, I just don't feel because comfortable. Because you never know what's going to happen here. And yeah. honestly, working at Target has not helped. Well, that's honestly where I feel my safest. Truly, honestly. Because I, I know everyone around me. I feel safe at work. You just never know what type of person. Oh, we can tell the story about that man, too. But anyway. There's a couple. Columbia is full of some interesting experiences that we have acquired <laughs> over our time. But today's episode is not that. Yeah, no. That sounds like a fun one, though. We could definitely yeah. do that. This, um, today's episode, you know, Jessica and I were texting, and I was just like, in my mind, I was thinking, it's a new year. And yes, it is. And I feel like a lot of changes are going to be coming within this year. And this isn't just like from a me and Jessica like standpoint at all, because obviously Jess is about to graduate. She's applying to grad school. So proud of you for that. Um, mm. And she's going to do bad bitch shit in the next couple of months. So that's amazing. You know, I'm getting my target. You're doing your bad bitch started. Yeah, I'm trying to be a bad bitch as well. I'm just going to catch um, up in a little bit. I'll you, catch up. I'm just, Jessica, you're literally 21. I know what I'm trying to hang on right now. <laughs> Jessica, hanging on with your life. Um, that last semester, I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, last semesters of college always are really like the hardest But you're ones. on your, your fun shit, which yeah. is cool. And so I just was just like, I feel like, and even if it's not school or like careers, I feel like just in general, people are like experiencing a lot of changes. And Jessica was like, yeah, so we should talk about like, changes that you can control and then things that you cannot control whenever it comes to change and even if you can't control whenever you're out of control of the things that you obviously have no control over how do you like cope with those different things yeah because Because change isn't always a bad thing no i hate change for the most part um i won't say i hate change change makes me very anxious and so that's what always makes me like super uneasy with change so like going to a different store Going to a different store, meeting new people, starting mm-hmm. over is gives me a lot of anxiety. And starting over has always given me a lot of anxiety. Whether it's like with jobs or like people, um, just in general. And I always mm-hmm. feel like I have a super uneasy footing um, whenever it comes to stuff like that. So yeah, this is going to be like a talking moment um, for us. I think too, the good thing about this particular episode topic is I think we could do 10 episodes about change and still have not covered all of it right because like change can happen on really really minute levels or really really global levels Mm -hmm. and you can't really kind of like pinpoint or get your finger on the pulse of what's coming tomorrow at all times but I remember saying in an episode that we both agreed on this um and this is something that I've always believed is that 90% of what happens in your life you have say in and 10% of life you are along for the ride like 10% of the time life happens to you but 90% of the time you happen to life so I'm a, I'm a big, big, big believer in that. I also agree with that. Because um, I, I do think that, and this isn't like a attack thing, but I, I think a lot of times it's very easy to play the victim, mm-hmm. to not have to look in the mirror and be like, damn, but like this Gotta choice some and this choice and this choice led me here. It's easier to just be like, Accountability. that one thing happened and that put me here. Yeah. So I feel like change too can be... Um, about making the right choices. Like, that's kind of, like, what I've always attributed change to is, like, what choice am I going to make tomorrow that's going to change the trajectory of where I'm headed. Do you get what my, I'm saying? Yeah, my mom always used to, like... I don't know if you ever, like, played this game, like, as a kid, but I feel like a lot of different board games might have been like that, where you, like... 
life. You're presented, yeah, <laughs> you're presented with like these choices, and the choice that you consciously make can severely alter what happens in your future. You know, Monopoly is actually a great example. I hate Monopoly. It's love such a Monopoly. long game. I, I haven't Monopoly. played it since I was about 13. I love Monopoly. Yeah, maybe we'll play it again. I haven't played it in over a decade. Yeah, we need so. to block out a day. But yeah, we can play. It is a long game, but I, I love that game. But that's a good example of that. Yeah, you know? like you have these choices that you make, and if you make the wrong choice and you get on this path, there's no way to really, sometimes, there's no way to like go back and make a different choice to see what that could have been like. Mm -hmm. um and so just being very conscious of the things that you're saying doing putting out into the universe for sure is super important and whatever that is for you like I know right now you're doing a massive career change yeah um and for me I wouldn't say that I have like change on the horizon per se but I do feel like I've set myself up in a way for the past life-changing three, events, I feel. yeah, for the past like three years, I've been making choices that will come to fruition in a couple of months. So I think that's kind of like the difference. Mm -hmm. So today, I think we wanted to break it down into um, kind of like tackling the changes that you are in the driver's seat of. So if you want something or you're working towards something, that's change. You know, that's things that you are working to change about mm -hmm. your life, and then you have that ten percent where you're like fuck me like, <laughs> and, something's and gonna happen happens. i have no idea what it is and yeah. we're, you just gotta roll with the punches and now what you know i think that the now what happens a lot in life handling it whether that's relationships or friendships and i think we kind of touched on this in the advice episode yeah. last week was just like so when you get to a certain point when you address something or realize that you have an issue with something or you want to change something well then now fucking what now like you know <laughs> like how to put that into action yes i think can be where we all get stumped. Like, I'm not I, putting yeah. myself above that yeah, by no. any stretch of the imagination. I struggle with that, too. And I, I feel like I you'll something. struggle with that until, like, your last day on this earth. Oh, for sure. Like, you're always going to wonder, like, how can I make the best possible um, steps to get me where I want to go? Or how can I not take this step to get me where I don't want to go in life? Mm -hmm. But, like, let's put this into, like, a tangible term. So, for me, what comes to mind when I think of massive change is, honestly, relationships um, not just romantic, but just friendships or relationships, I think that can change a lot of trajectory. Like, who you surround yourself with, I On think, a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Can, like, dictate a lot Absolutely. of where you head. And I think we talked about, like, your circle. Oh, how? We, we talk, talk so we much talked about, about But think, it's so we important. We talk about your circle all the time. But it's so important. And I feel like your circle is very, very um, reflective on not just you, but um, where you see yourself, how you see yourself, um, what where you, you see yourself going, what you want in life. Um, and I, my mom and dad drilled this into my head at like a very young age, where it's just like, <clears throat> you surround yourself with the people that you want to grow with. You surround yourself with people that have positive influences on your life. And you surround yourself with people who are just as ambitious and passionate and dedicated and determined as you are. Um... But for me, growing up, friend groups have always been something that I pay close attention to because I do think it's reflective of mm -hmm. where I am in life. And I do think it's reflective of how I see myself and where I see myself going. But that's just my personal opinion. I feel like I, I don't think I think some people don't really think about their circle and, how, not, and no. how they think like their circle affects them. But sometimes you just have like friends and I don't have any friends like this. So let's be very clear. You sometimes you have friends and you're just like, damn, I really feel like Jimmy Joe Bob is dragging me down. 
well, you need to cut Jimmy Joe Bob the fuck off because that's not going to benefit you in the long run. And if you always have like that one friend that you feel like you have to like, like just yank and like drag along the way, that's super exhausting. And then you don't have anything left for yourself. You have like no, you have like nothing, no energy to give yourself and your day-to-day routines. Your motivation is like shot because you're trying to motivate somebody else who does, does not want to be motivated. And I've had a friend like that before and we are just no longer friends. Um, just because I did not feel it was beneficial for me or for them to continue to enable them. Um, and yeah, I just, I think people should think more about their circle and what they have going on there. For sure. I mean, like, yeah, I agree with that. I think too, like your friends, like the, the saying that says like, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, like that's a hundred percent true. Um, but I have an analogy as I always do. Imagine yourself (sighs) as a cruise ship. Okay, we are a cruise ship. We are the Royal Caribbean, whatever the fuck of the seas, whatever the name of their <laughs> ship is. But we are a cruise ship, okay? And you're going to get on people. And they are expecting to have the ride of their life, you know, the time of their life. And they're going to love your ship because you're a beautiful ship. And you have so much to offer them, right? <laughs> but there are going to be people that don't want to get off. And they want to just <laughs> They just want to ride. They right? just want to ride along. You're, you're going to get off at Cosmel, Mexico. And you're going to be expecting those people to get off the boat and go enjoy <laughs> Cosmel, Mexico. But there are going to be some people that are like, I want to continue to eat at the buffet. Or I want to keep swimming in the pool. Right? Or I just want to lay. You're going to ride with people on your life for a certain amount of time. And on a cruise ship analogy, that might be a week, a day, whatever. Whenever they get off at ports or get off to go board another cruise ship or go back home. But there are going to be times where people um, exit your life to go have another adventure and that's mm-hmm. wonderful and great. And then there's going to be times where people stay on that damn cruise ship and they become the cruise director and they're throwing the party every night because they're here to stay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're always going to have people that are coming and going and coming and going. And, and it's okay to outgrow people. And it's okay to outgrow people. I feel like I said this last week. Yeah. Whenever we were doing the advice thing. It's okay to outgrow people. Sometimes it happens. Some people are not meant to be in your life forever. Some people are not forever for you and that's okay i think it's really hard for people to come to terms with sometimes especially with like really long relationships whether it's friendships romantic platonic whatever Mm -hmm. um i feel like with change and with relationships like you said it can be hard for people to kind of like swallow and be like okay so i'm gonna have to let this person go or something's gonna have to change in this relationship for me to continue to um be friends with you or be to love you or whatever the case may be yeah when you feel like someone's exiting your cruise ship and like (laughs) this is funny but it's like honestly when you feel like somebody is fleeting or leaving that's a scary change because i'm gonna gonna call my body a cruise ship now i think you should cruise ships are great okay um anyway it's great i'm great (laughs) yeah you are so (laughs) whenever you have people that are coming and going that's change yeah and it's really, really minute. I feel like the word change gives people like this <gasps> anxiety, right? Like this, like some massive life event is happening, but it's not like every time you meet someone new or let someone go, that is a change in your life. Like for example, when Aliyah and I became friends, my life changed drastically. I would like to say that your life changed because of result of me, but <laughs> you know, it has to, since you have a podcast with me, yeah, I would it, like to say even change. before then, you know, we formed a very, very tight friendship mm-hmm. and that changed a lot of my narrow-minded views i would say you said i would like to think i changed your I, life too i would like to say i have been a force yeah. but I, just, <laughs> I can't i can't be sure but you know you opened my eyes to a lot of different things mm-hmm. and i think also you helped me 
don't know if I've ever told you this. You've also helped me a lot on like a self-acceptance journey. Oh yeah, for, for sure. And I feel like that's a change that, you know, you can look back on and be like, that's so positive. But then at times like you're going to lose people and you're not going to feel like you're going to ever have a friend like them again or a relationship like them again or god forbid you lose a parent you know or whatever it is and that change it's like a pivot right and then you're pivoting away from something that you know so well to something that you don't know anything about at all and the best advice I can give for that and this seems really simple but just keep your arms open to life right like don't be so closed yeah I was just about to say sometimes people exit your life and you may never think you'll find somebody like that again or find a friendship like that or a love like that but I feel like whenever that person exits your life that's something then that you didn't need Mm -hmm. that's a person that you didn't need that's an experience that you didn't need um and then other people will enter your life even though it's not the exact same because it'll never be the same. No. I feel like you can never replicate relationships. Um, so whenever another person comes into your life, I feel like it you because people are just like people are replaceable. Everyone's replaceable. Like, yeah, people are quote unquote replaceable, but nothing ever like replaces like the original thing or like the the real you can't the quote unquote it, the yeah. real thing. So you just have to think about it as like if you are if people are exiting your cruise ship. And new people get onto your cruise ship, and they are like positive people. Like they're here to party, not party. I mean, well, here to have a good time. Probably yeah, they're here to party, <laughs> and they want you to better yourself, and they want better for you. Like it's it's a re, it's a receptive relationship. Um, so it doesn't have to be like wild and crazy, fun and free. Yeah. It can be something that's very new and like very mild and Calling. something that benefits you in other ways. That's not just like, yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. fucking go. Like, cause that's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not conducive for the rest of your life. No. You just can't be on go all the fucking time. <laughs> and just to be clear, like these relationship things, unless of course it's like by loss, like physical loss, um, yes. you have a hand in this. So we're talking about the 90% right now. And loss, we'll 90%. talk about losses change because that's something you have no control over. So yes, we'll get to that. That's in that 10%. But yeah. when when that 90% of things happen, and a lot of times it is in relation to people, because mm-hmm. I've said this a million times, everything that you do in life is about other people. Like there is nothing that you do that doesn't involve someone else mm-hmm. or you don't need someone else or someone else does not need you. It's the foundation of life. It just is. You know, there are people out there that's like, I hate people. I get that, you know. Well, I don't, but I can understand why <laughs> other people do. But you ultimately rely on people for everything. So what it always kind of boiled down to for me when it came to change uh, with people was that the reason that I was so scared of letting someone go or grabbing onto someone new is like you're obviously scared right the fear of change but I think it's the fear because you feel like you're not good enough for Mm -hmm. whatever's to come or you weren't good enough for whatever is gone yes and I think it's more so you're not good enough for whatever is gone because I feel like when people leave they're just like you're like what did I do wrong or what could I have done different right but sometimes it's literally not that sometimes like I said last week sometimes people run their course relationships run their course and that's okay their um, week is happens. over on the cruise. You know what I mean? Oh like, Just no, but that's, that's so true. But it's true. Like, some people leave out of your life consistently all the time. Like, sometimes I feel like people don't really see how many people, like, enter and exit their lives. They're not, like, aware of it too much. But it eventually, but eventually, I won't... This always sounds, like, so harsh whenever I say it. But, like, eventually you're going to, like, get to a point you're just like, who? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you're just like, who's that person? Or at least you can be like, 
that was a that was a fun that was memory. a fun that was that was a fun time in my life. And I'm now because like I've had friends before that were like they were great party friends, you know, or whatever. Like they were great like good time friends. And mm-hmm. then I've had friends before that I could get like really really deep with and have mm-hmm. like these meaningful conversations to like give you context. Like this is kind of what we're referring to. And all of those friends served a different purpose. But as I grew and changed, and my beliefs grew and changed the friends that I could get really deep with anymore. I was like, I don't know if we relate anymore because Mm -hmm. we're our beliefs, the things we got deep about the things that we were scared of, you know, all those things you get deep about that had evolved as I'd gotten older. And then the friends that I had a really good time with, you know, we party together, whatever. Now I've out of that phase of my life, Mm -hmm. you know, now I like to have a glass of wine and talk about my day, you know, like (laughs) it's just those things evolve, you know, you are evolving. But then when you look back, you can't be like, damn like was I the problem and conversely you can't look back and say they were the problem Mm -hmm. you know I think that's also why people get scared of change just because they feel like nobody potentially is good enough for them like they're just set up to be hurt all the time I think there a lot of people have that mentality that they are set up to be hurt and we have to stop that. you have to stop thinking that like people are setting you up or like life is setting you up no one is setting you up you're setting yourself up nobody for the rest of your life I don't love that I just I feel like you set yourself up for everything that happens in your life so anything that happens in life you have I think 90% for the most part you have more than half of control of what happens in your life so people are just like this is completely out of my control odds are 8 times out of 10 it's not out of your control yeah. You just have to know how to handle the situation, how to go about the situation. Um, I don't know. It's it's so tricky, and, like, I know why change is so hard. But it, it also is so dependent on your situation. That's why I was saying, like, we could talk about this for 10 weeks straight, yeah. and we couldn't even graze the surface because the fear of change is so embedded in people. And, like, rightfully so. Like, there are sometimes that things change, and you're like, fuck me. Can I just go back to my original so cruise were- ship and fuck these other people that are gone on my cruise ship? I don't want to. It happens. But that is life. Like, and you are going to grace someone else's life on their cruise ship. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you are constantly walking in and out of other people's lives, and you're gracing them with your wonderful, amazing. You meet people from all kinds of walks of life. But you're going to close yourself off if you're so afraid of embracing that new connection or that new relationship and you're if you close yourself off and you look at things with a narrow mind you will never experience anything positive again like you have to remember that life gives you what you give life Mm -hmm. you know the more that you open yourself up to as many different kinds of people and as many different kinds of experiences as possible the more you're going to get out of that you know what I mean and that life is more fun whenever you're able to like have different experiences that are outside of your comfort zone like I don't think I don't think life is worth living if you're just like being very safe and you do like the same thing every day and that's very boring I don't feel like that's like the purpose of life the purpose of life is to like go out experience different things meet new people fall in love with different people um don't just don't don't just go falling in love with every like Tom, Dick, and Harry why not? Some people just aren't worth it. But I mean, I guess that's a learning experience and you have that's to figure that saying. out whenever you get there. That's life. Learn as much as you possibly can. Now, don't put yourself in any like threatening situations or... If we needed to say that. Yeah, please don't put yourself in any <laughs> like terrible situations. <laughs> don't hang around like mis- like super mysterious people that are just like, wow. Did you ever watch Twilight? I... This reminds me of Bella and New so, Moon when she was on the motorcycle with the random guy. And she's like, I need to feel Edward. And she's like <laughs> on the motorcycle. That's like this reminder. Don't I, do that. 
I literally hate Twilight. Okay, it is well. so well. This at is gonna the time, cause a rift in our friendship. At the, the time, my let me finish. That's at the time, like whenever Twilight first came out, I feel like it was very like we didn't. Me, Bria, and Ashley sat down and actually watched Twilight one day. Bria and Ashley are a couple of my other best friends. We sat down and we watched Twilight. Maybe this had to be in like October, maybe September. And we were just at Bria's house watching it. And I was just like, this is so shitty. Oh, no, the like, first this, one's bad. This the first movie is bad. so bad. I can't remember which one. I feel like we were it watching. the first one. Because the way no, the first I'm, one's filmed. I feel, like it ha- I feel like we were watching New Moon. Bria, Ash, somebody, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know which one we were watching. It was pretty terrible. I think for the most part, all of them are pretty terrible. No, no, the last three. No, we were watching the one where they went on the honeymoon. <gasps> that one's so good. I thought it was so cringy. All of the Twilights, I think, no. are so cringy. But I think that's, I think Bella is just, oh she's God. just. Uh, Those movies are like a core memory for me. They like, are. I read all the books. Like I I'm didn't read the books. The I watched the first Breaking Dawn, the one where they like, the honeymoon one. The yes. first time I ever watched it was with my mom. Oh, no. They broke the bed. They broke the damn bed. And I'm looking at my mom. Because I'm probably like 12, 13. Like, mom, what's and I, and Because when I, when my mom told me about the birds, the birds, <laughs> the bird, the birds and the bees. Yeah. I sex. was like, so, mom, you've had sex three times. Because I have two little sisters. And she goes. She's probably had sex more than that. She goes. But obviously mm. at 12. No, I was like 10 at this point. I was All like. Right. She was like, no, I've done it more than that. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and she was, it's like for what purpose? And she was like, because adults why? adults think it's fun. And I'm like, why? Like I was like, <laughs> what about that at? is fun? Because in my head, you were just laying still. And then you just like get and pregnant. Then, you're yes, just like, oh, I didn't realize that there was more to it. Yeah. And so I well, you're that. ten. But I was like, why is that why? fun? <laughs> I was like, mom. <laughs> Going to an arcade is fun. I I need more mom. And your mom's probably just like, yeah, not right now. Watching Barbie Princess and the Popper is fun. That fucking movie. That movie rocks. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Bratz movie rocks. That was a commercial break. Um, But anyway. (laughs) The Bratz movie? No. I was like, like, oh my God, did you not like the Bratz movie? I loved it. I used to think I was a brat. I knew I was a brat stall. I was a brat stall actually this past Halloween. I think I'm gonna yeah, reach for it and be a brat stall again and just be a badder bitch. I was gonna say you could have you could have gone harder. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to next year. I'll yeah. actually prepare and buy my Halloween costume in like a timely manner. But everything was super last minute no, this we year were, for Halloween. Yeah, we went very last minute. But yeah. yeah, we literally went to the Halloween spirit Halloween like the two day days before, before the party. It literally it was, was the a day, day before. before. Um Anywho. Anyway, so got off on a tangent. Let us know what you think about that. Um <laughs> Give us your feedback. <laughs> but no, honestly, like, don't ever be scared of not being good enough. Um, and never be scared. I think this is just the way that I live my life. And I understand that I'm in a very small minority about this. I live my life very unafraid of being hurt. And I would like to say that's because I have been hurt so mm-hmm. deeply in my past that now it's like, like I'm I, invincible. Like when I cry, it's about things like movies or like music. But like when things happen in my life, I cannot really cry because mm-hmm. I feel like that compartment is full. Yes. In the sense of like the things that I've gotten emotional about are so intense compared to like the things that other things. I feel like whenever you go through like some rough shit in your life, especially at like earlier age, ages, yeah. like between the ages of like. I feel like 10 and your 
I feel like up until maybe even like end of high school, yeah, those moments, if they're so intense, whenever you get out into the quote unquote real world, the real world doesn't happen until after college girls and guys really hate to break that to you. Shit sucks after college. Anyways, um, shit ain't sweet. Sorry, Jess. Sorry. You know, I forgot you're not done yet. Anyways, but, um, I forgot what I was saying now at this point. Uh, life altering events. Oh yeah. Nope. Still forgot. Well, basically, I think what you were going with was that when yeah, you hit those really traumatic Oh, yeah. Levels, whenever you end up going through, like, really, not, I won't say devastating, but whenever you go through life-altering things at such a young age, your level of, I want to say sensitivity. Your threshold for pain becomes very so high. So high. And things happen in your life. I remember I had reconnected with someone, and I was telling them because... Um, they, I know who this someone is. I just don't think it's worth it. But they had disappeared. <laughs> That's a story time episode. Who I think we're about? My ex yeah. that ghosted me for four months. Anyways. Yeah, that was a hey weird girl. time. She doesn't listen. She's not welcome here. Anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening, but fuck you. Anyways, so she like had disappeared and like came back and we were kind of like just catching up on life. And I was telling her all of these like awful things that had happened. They end <laughs> The end of 2018 into 2019, wretched. (laughs) Awful for me. And I feel like, and I was sitting there like just talking to her about it. And I was just like, yeah, so like I found out I had a sister and like all this shit went wrong. And like all this other. Yeah, I don't know why I still talk to my ex after that. It was a terrible mistake. But anyways, I was just like telling her all this stuff, stuff with my dad, stuff with my mom, you know, just things that she had like missed. And she's literally looking at me in my face and she's just like crying. And I'm just like, why are you crying? She's like, why are you not crying? I was just like, I don't fucking know. Like, it's just life. Life happens and you you just have to know how to like, one, control your emotions enough. And I'm not saying if you can't control your emotions and you're weak, but I feel like whenever you experience such intense things throughout your life the older you get and the more things you experience just don't seem like such big deals and I had this conversation with Bria too um a couple months back when just things were changing and happening for her like whenever something happens and it's just like not traumatic because it doesn't have to be traumatic all the time but whenever life altering things happen to you and after that moment like things just change like a, a, a light just like switches and you're just like wow there are bigger things in life to be upset about. And this shit ain't too bad compared to what the fuck I've been through. And I think sometimes people forget that and they just like to like wallow and like, oh, like Momentary all these things. terrible things are happening. And it's like, no, babe, because things could be like way, way, way worse. And I'm really, really glad that like not everyone has to experience terrible things in life because that is not necessary. You don't have to go through traumatic ass experiences no, in life I think it's, it's to an, have lived a life. It's an asset. I think once you get over it, um, it is an asset. Oh, and yeah. I think unfortunately it helps there you are grow for sure. more people who have had one of those experiences than not. And I think what you can do with that in relation to change, and and Bria is a really good example of this, um, is you have two options, right? Like, I think, I believe that probably 75% of people listening to this have dealt with their worst Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have experienced at least one awful fucking thing. Yeah, something you can pinpoint as your worst day. Of your life. Right? Like, everybody has that one day, or at least um, maybe like a a time period that you Mm -hmm. look back on and you're like, that was the worst. That was awful. And so what you can do with that moving forward is say, okay, change is scary. Mm-hmm. Opening myself up to something new is scary. But 
would it be worse than my worst day? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, the answer is probably no. The answer is most definitely probably no. And let's say that something goes terribly wrong and it tops your worst day. You will get through it. Absolutely. Just like how you got through your worst day before that. Exactly. And you then get you get a it. new skill. Do you yes. Get, like, that is, I think, the ultimate mastery of thought is when you can take the fact that life will happen and sometimes you will make all the right choices and shit will go wrong and sometimes you can make all the wrong choices and sometimes shit just goes right you know like (laughs) it's a wild card (laughs) there is um a method to the madness but it's sometimes there are things that are just out of our control and they're inevitable and you can be scared of that for the rest of your life if you'd like to be that's your prerogative Mm -hmm. or you can embrace it and realize that someday you could look back on and be like that was the best day of my life right like you can't look at something like what if it's the worst day of my life instead you can be like but what if it's the best day and that should propel you forward more than it should hold you back yeah because i feel like once the worst happens at least in my because in i once i feel like i always say this but i have lived a life and i've experienced a lot of different things that a lot of people have no absolutely no idea about sometimes my family doesn't even have an idea of like the things that i've experienced but whenever i get through those experience i'm just like Damn, well, that kind of like woke me up for a second and made me realize a lot of shit that I just simply was not thinking about. And I don't say this to be like a Debbie Downer, but I say this so people just like can be aware, but any day can be the worst day of your life. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow could be the worst day of your life. And you just don't even know it. You have no control over what's happening, but what you do have control over is what happens in the events after that. Or the choices that you make leading up to that, yes. right? Like the choices that you make on a daily basis. And I was actually telling this to my sister this weekend. And I was like, you know, you have a million little choices that you can make. I think sometimes we get really bogged down with like, there's a big issue or a big change that we're confronting. And it feels like no choice that we can make can rectify or um, encourage us to move forward. But I was explaining to her, she's very young, she's 13. I was like, you have a million other choices that you can make every single day that will lead you to bigger choices. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Like these big choices that you have to make, these big changes that you have to go through, they don't happen overnight. But if you are dealing with a loss or beginning something new, you know, whether, because generally things can be broken down into those two categories. Mm -hmm. You just take little steps every single day. Like if you're dealing with loss, you work on it every single day. Yes. And it's, it's, it's a grieving time, you know, whether that is physically being absent of life or a friend breakup or a relationship breakup, you know, one day maybe you don't look through the pictures on your phone or, and then the next day you play happy song. You know, it's just little changes that equate to big things. And it does not happen overnight. It takes a lot of time to get through, like, really hard changes and, like, rites of passages from, like, what my professors would call it. Like, whenever we were talking about, like, because I took, like, a loss and grievance class um, whenever I was in psych. And, like, my professors all the time would just talk about, like, all kinds of different scenarios and stuff like that. But you just have to take those really hard situations and turn it not it's really hard to turn like really terrible situations into something positive um but you just have to try to find the positive in some of the things that you go through or at least a lesson i think that's a lesson a a lesson is big or at least a point to 
a learning point. Capitalize on, you know. But then when you're starting something new, that can be really fun, but also really scary. Like for you, you're getting um, a new job. I'm sure that's exciting and equally scary. Absolutely, yeah, fifty fifty. Yeah, just like how if you were to start a new relationship, that's equally exciting and equally scary. Whenever you go to grad school, whatever, like literally whatever it is, or even like let's break it down to something so small. When you hang out with a new group of friends the first time, right? That's nervous. Whenever you hang out with a new person, yeah, like for the first time, talked about the story. I was so nervous. I don't know why Jess was nervous. And you know what? It was this moment where I was like, what if there is a really great friendship to be had between us? And look. And literally, like, it (laughs) blossomed, okay? Our cruises (laughs) anchored together. Just a cruise and we're headed. You know, you're going to have these moments where you have to make a choice. You know, do I open myself up to possibility or do I stick with what I've always known? That's very vanilla. Don't ever be vanilla. Being vanilla is so boring. Not color, Jessica. I meant like flavor. Are you vanilla flavored, Jessica? No. I like to think of myself as a cotton candy person. Cotton candy ice cream is nasty. Very sweet. <laughs> Very sweet. <laughs> Has a lot of some layers. I like to think of myself as like strawberry cheesecake. I hate cheesecake. So neither of us like each other. That's great. Um, Why don't you like cheesecake? I don't like cream cheese. I was just about to say you probably don't like cream cheese. Yeah, I Fucking cream love cheese. cream cheese. Oh my God. Bagels. What do you put on your bagels? Butter? Peanut butter. Like a plain bagel. Peanut butter. I love peanut butter. So much. Who the fuck puts peanut butter on bagels? People put cream cheese or honey. Mm-hmm. I would have rather you told me butter. Peanut butter. Sometimes I'll do butter on toast and put everything but the bagel seasoning on it. That shit's gas. You mean everything seasoning? Everything but the bagel. What's from Trader fuck? Joe's? It's called. It's literally called everything but the bagel. I've never shopped in Trader Joe's. Neither have I, but Kelsey brought it. <laughs> so I was like, cool, I'll try it. Well, Kelsey, I'll try it one day, thanks. It's really yummy. It's literally like the, whatever they put on an everything bagel, mm-hmm. but it's just seasoning. Not the bagel. Yeah, right. everything yeah. seasoning. Really but they just call it something different at Trader Joe's, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is literally me and Jessica's brain, and this is how we this like how we talk, talk on a daily basis. Well, so. because that's the thing. We it's hope like, you this guys are enjoying a, it. A giant topic to try and tackle yeah and i also think people, <laughs> we have to take mental breaks people like when we have and we've gotten this feedback let us know if we're wrong um totally fine. <laughs> we've gotten this feedback already so what you're what jessica is saying is you can disagree if you want to but, but you're I've incorrect already because been people have already told her that people like our moments of like we break we break the fourth wall if yeah. you will the fourth wall yeah i was in theater for a bit um yeah. i see them Ugh. I haven't heard that since, like, Tell you what, I haven't had a massive change in my life in quite some time, but I I was have, just about to lie and say I haven't either. I have, well, I can, I can clearly say that I have not yet. I don't think I've, I've experienced the massive change. I don't think I'll completely experience it for, like, another maybe two weeks. Yeah. I haven't had a massive one in a while, but I've had a lot of massive ones in my life, and I think that was my biggest takeaway was just, like, there is something waiting for me that the skills that I've taken from this change will help propel me towards Mm -hmm. and make me better um and I think that's like really when you're ready to open yourself up to life life will be ready to open itself up to you and that like I really believe that like because you do get out what you put in and that goes for literally anything that used to be if people that are that were in my service already listen to this I was a membership director in the service sorority that I was in um, for my time that I was at USC. And whenever I was a membership director with my best friend Taylor, 
and we had our pledge class i would tell them all the time like not just whenever it came to the organization that, the, that we were in but even outside of the organization you get what you put into it like if you want a good experience if you want something positive to come out of it you have to put that positivity and that good energy out into the world and able like and then you'll be able to receive that but mm -hmm. if you do not put that out there you'll never be able to receive it and i feel like people think that's like a really like manifest universe spiritual kind of message but it's not because it's really not it, it's just positive thinking it's being optimistic sometimes well it's even logistical like yeah, our friendship it just makes sense our friendship is wonderful and it's great because we take time and we will call each other and we talk all the time i'm also very much like a realist i don't like to think like too far into the galaxy just like oh my god it's crazy thing well and sometimes it it's what you put sometimes in. it's it's fun to like think about like oh what if this crazy thing happened but most of the time i'm just like okay Leah, what's actually going to happen is this and sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's okay to have more of like a realist um look on life but still able still being able to let life happen because i still let life happen to me i let life happen to me every single fucking day and sometimes i feel like i just shouldn't do that anymore and I just feel like I, some people think like. But you're I still making like, choices. Yeah. And I feel like some people think that if some people have such terrible, like controlling aspects of their personality. Like, I feel like some people have personalities where they're just like, I have to be in control of everything. And if you, if you feel like that it's really hard to have like a fun life it's really hard to have a really fun time whenever you always are thinking like I have to have control of everything that's happening in my life and nothing else can come in the way of that that's also, not realistic it's, it's poor management of your of your internals in my opinion <laughs> because here comes mama Jess give it to him because 90% of the time you have a say <laughs> in what happens but then when that 10% happens to you and if you feel so afraid of change that you have to have a a tight ass iron grip on everything around you you're gonna get knocked the fuck out let me tell you that boo tomatoes rate. tomatoes that's ultimately what happens like if Throwing you tomatoes and i'm sure that there are actually a lot of people out here who have that iron grip on life because they're so terrified of change let's pause take a second let's breathe is that you like honestly <laughs> Like, do you do that? Is it me? Like, and, and that can be something like you dictate what happens. Like, whenever you and your friends hang out, you say exactly when that's going to happen, where that's going to happen, who's going to be attending, what you guys are going to talk about, what games you're going to play. And, like, there's, there's a difference between being a planner and being like, no, you're going to do it my way or you're Just not going to be. Just because a planner. I'm a planner, but... I'm up to suggestions. Just because of planner, but whenever the plans get to happen, she's just like, okay, well, whatever right. you guys want to do, we can just do that. Or Everyone's here. Jessica just likes to have everyone, like, in the same room, and then she's like, let's just, like, have a good time. Yes. Or in relationships, you're like, yeah. we're going on a date every Friday, right? Like, there's just certain things <laughs> that you, people try and, like, grasp onto too tightly, and then when life happens, you are completely swept under the rug because you're like, what the fuck? Um, there are things that you will not be able to control. They're slim, but it will happen. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, my advice to you is to, if it's a negative change, sometimes life can happen and it's really positive. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the time it would be a negative because if positive things happen to you, like we said, you're normally getting what you put into something. So if something positive is happening, you generally have put something into the world to get that back. Yes. Um, but sometimes negative things just happen. And I think it's important that when those things do happen, you allow yourself to grieve for a time. Because mm -hmm. you can grieve a friendship breakup. You can grieve loss of a pet. You can grieve 
like my roommates and I don't live together anymore in July, I'll be grieving their loss, you know? Like the, you're grieving a lot whenever you lose something and it's mm-hmm. okay to use that word. But what's right. not grieving okay... Right, grieving doesn't always have to be used. In like, like a physical loss. Yeah, like loss yeah. of life. Yeah, but... And that process is not linear, so don't think that it is. Right. But you have to have the agency to know when it's time to pick yourself up because that's a massive change and then open yourself up to whatever it's is to, to come. come. Right. Because there's always there's always more for you. Like you're never you're not done. You're Your never story's done. not done, right? Like that's so cliche, but it is true. Like you're done when you say you're done. Mm-hmm. You're done when you like throw up your hands like well fuck it nothing you're else matters you're done you like completely give up and you have nothing else to give and you just live monotonously until day then by you're day not by done. day you right. should want more i think i said this in my experience episode you have to want more for yourself because nobody else can want that for you oh absolutely so not. and you shouldn't think that people should want more for you you should want more from yourself than people could ever imagine yeah and it's great when you you have people around you that push you for that for sure but Mm -hmm. you have to want it the most you know like you have to be the one you have to be your own biggest fan and then you you have have like another cheerleading squad of your people you You should should be the you should be the captain of your cruise ship Mm -hmm. yep you are the captain and then you're gonna have a a first hand or deck mate whatever the fuck they're called and then you have like the cruise director who's there to like make sure everybody's having a good time Pirates of the Caribbean and then, in this like, bitch on the first deck you have like the med crew people make sure like everybody's safe okay, you know so you have Pirates of the Caribbean people yeah no they didn't have that you have people for all kinds of things but you have to be the captain of your own ship mm-hmm. so if I leave you with anything it is that change is a little scary but it's nothing you are changing all the time you're making little changes all the time so big changes are really just a culmination of all the small ones that have been happening mm-hmm. where you just didn't even notice. Yeah. I feel like you change every single day. You just don't ever realize it until you're just like, oh, I'll give you another example of a small one that made a big change in my life. So yeah. we had um, a girl start working with us. Her name is Taryn. Hi, Taryn. I love you. <gasps> Taryn! And she's this little baby. She's 19. And we all, when she came on the team, she was really, really quiet super quiet and that was a change in my life like so minuscule because now i am working with someone new Mm -hmm. and since i am like been there longer than her you know i ask i answer questions i help with whatever she needs help Mm -hmm. with so that in turn affects me and you know at the time you know obviously me being me i'm like i need to get to know this little girl you know one thing about jessica if you ever meet her in real life um and you have a conversation with her at any point jessica will like try to crack you and like I just like to make friends. She just likes to find out, like, right. She, at, Jessica will ask you questions that, like, normal people would never, ever, like, Upon ever Upon a first meeting, ask. probably yeah. not know. The deepest but question it's not ever, creepy, Jessica. I don't it's think. not creepy. It's just very different. But Jessica's not just like your normal gal. Anyways, back to Taryn. Anyway, so she starts, and, um, you know, she's adorable. And she was so kind and so quiet. And the more I get to know her, and I think the more everyone kind of gets to know her we just start to fall in love with this little pea. Like, she's yeah. such a little pea. And she ended up, we call her, like, the little sister of the style team. Yeah. And she actually has altered my life in such a massive way because yeah. I am a big sister, but my little sisters are at home with my mom. Mm-hmm. So for Taryn to be here, it's like I have somebody else I can nurture. Yes. And that filled a hole for me that yes. I was missing so much by not having my sisters here. Yeah. And having people around you that I feel like, because I'm a very nurturing soul. Like, I'm someone who very much likes, this, I mean, it's why I'm going into the, feel I'm going into like Mm -hmm. that's who I am and when I have someone I can pour into like that like that's incredibly like that builds me up right it's fulfilling for the person and for you it's not as draining for me as it might be for other people to give which Mm -hmm. is not like a knock on other people that's just my character yeah Um, sometimes that's just not people's strong point which is which is fine because everyone has their own but Mm -hmm. that's like the point I'm making is like such a small thing and little changes that I made every day or little choices I made every day to speak to her and get to know her and talk to her and now 
Taryn is she's a my little my little sister, gal. and yeah. I I talk to her about her life. I help her, you know, whenever yeah. she needs something, I I help her through it. Yeah, and I feel like it filled a hole for me that I was missing for my sister so badly. Yeah, that now I can like give me to her. me and Taryn were talking one day, and she was just like talking and talking, and I was just like. You literally reminded me of my younger sister. Like, Taryn is literally, like... We were talking today about, like, how Taryn was, like... I I used to go home and watch all kinds of, like, fucking... She literally wanted to be, like, a master chef. Like, a, the junior master chef. She's like, I literally wanted to be a fucking chef. I was like, my younger sister would watch, like, the little chef shows. And, mm-hmm. like, her favorite show over the summer was Bar Rescue. But I think it was just because she loved to see that Italian man just fucking yell at people. Not Gordon Ramsay, the other dude. He has a thick ass accent. He's lovely, but anyways, love you so much, Taryn. You have um, changed a lot of people's lives. I think that's just a good example of something that can be a small change in your small life, change. and then the the choices that you make to embrace that change can ultimately so much affect your your thoughts, your outlook, your perspective, your day to day. I life. didn't realize how much I love being a big sister when I lost that connection that I have being every a big single sister day. Is like actually kind of lit. Well, I just, I miss Jamie and Jordan so much. Mm-hmm. And I missed being able to be a big sister. So to have someone who could be like my pseudo big uh, little sister in Columbia, like it nourished me in a way that I didn't know I needed. Mm-hmm. You know, so like little, little things all the time can make you look back one day and be like, fuck, like if I hadn't spent time getting to know her or if I hadn't spent time, you know, trying to understand her, like I wouldn't have had that connection. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't have realized like how much I miss being a big sister. Like those are ma- like those are massive things. Like if you're just paying attention to little changes and trying to embrace them as much as you possibly it can, it all makes sense later. Yeah, and you're gonna be amazed at the things that you will feel and discover and mm-hmm. learn about yourself. Like, isn't that the goal? It should be. And we've said that a few times too. Isn't that the goal? And I think every time we're talking about being better and doing better by yourself and by that other people, should be the goal. Yeah. Like so, I think just being a good person, change and embracing yourself to change on a minute level, a big level, saying yes to opportunities. Like you will never know like what you're gonna look back on and be like, damn. Like if I hadn't say done yes that, to life, say, just say yes. Say yes as much as you can. I'm a big believer in that. Just saying yes. But okay, with saying yes. Cool. Don't be a yes man for like everything okay, though. Well, like don't there at should. Me. Jessica, I struggle with this. I know Jessica struggles sometimes with being like a people pleaser, and we're working on it. I don't think it's, it's ever a blessing and a curse. Yeah. No, my character is a blessing and a curse. In that yes, way. it is. It is a blessing and a curse. But you know, it's you okay. can't please everyone. I'm doing better. Sometimes you are, and I said we're working on it, and it's great. It's not a negative thing, but you know, sometimes you just can't please everyone. It's a point of growth. Yes, not a weakness. Yeah, no, nothing's ever a weakness. You're growing. You're growing, and you're it's growing. Just a point of growth. Yeah. So yeah, don't be a yes man, but say yes to opportunities. Say yes to opportunities. Say yes to experiences. Say yes. Say yes to, life. to people. I think that's a big yeah. one. You know, not know which, in like a... Know which, know which people yeah, to not, say yes to. Not like to. in a walking on you type of way. Say yes to people when they invite you to things. Say mm-hmm. yes to people when they ask if they can talk to you about something. Say yes to people if they ask if you need to talk about anything. Yeah. You know? Like, just say yes to You don't to have things. to go through, like, shit by yourself. You can ask for help. I also or... struggle there if I'm being <laughs> honest. I'll be honest. Like, I'm really... I don't like she asking does. for help. I very Jessica rarely at work ask for help. So I will get very overwhelmed, but will I ask for help? No, Jessica I won't. Jessica will be at work and be trying to, like, lift this big-ass men's mannequin. I'll be trying to lift a mannequin by myself. If someone's like, do you need help? I'm like, no. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's about to, like, fall backwards and crack her fucking In neck. In real life, I am a rectangle. Um, you could hypothetically snap me in half with a big set of pliers. That is true. 
Jessica's just such like a tiny gal. I would like to think that I'm a thick lady, but okay. the truth is, okay. I'm more of a branch. <laughs> I'm not the trunk of the tree. I'm growing from the tree. I'm the trunk of the tree, and you're the branches. <gasps> oh. That was tender. That was such a tender We've had one glass of wine, and we're like, oh. <laughs> One glass, and we're just like, my we're a tree. <laughs> Jessica, but we we're grow a tree. together. Can I put a tree next to your emojis? Yeah. Do I have emojis in your phone now? No. I'm working on Let it. me tell you this. This is another no, toxic trait of Jessica. Story. No, this is a toxic trait of Jessica's. So Jessica will get mad if your name in her phone is anything but something Because cute. some of my best friends that I work with, some of my best best friends that I work with and that's also my friends outside of work have me on their phone as Jessica target emoji what is that it's what the, is that it's the way that people identify that's you until me. they can figure out like no but we if when we hang out multiple days a week when you, you were that, Jessica with the target for a long time yeah that's freaking irritating I yeah would never and so do that then to you. she turned to juicy Jess and then as yeah I should, as I should yeah but anyways anyways I hope you guys got something from this I feel like it was a good mix of truth time and also um whatever the fuck else we just said <laughs> whatever the hell else we just happened cruise ship to twilight to me yeah. learning me having my first conversation about what sex was parts of the caribbean <laughs> not parts of the caribbean um, you remember whenever you used to do those collages of pictures of what the episodes were going to be like yeah i still wish we did those they really <laughs> they were really funny they were funny Whenever we were like getting our footing and we like, what should we do? Yeah, it, let us know if we should bring those back. We had the episode yeah. snapshots, but then I lost kind of what episode number we were on. That's we only did like three or four, I think. Yeah, I did four. But I really liked them. They were but funny. But I, I was the one who thought they were funny <laughs> and you thought they were funny, but I don't think No one else, else really enjoyed it, I don't think. So let me know if you guys thought they were funny because personally I enjoyed them. Maybe I'll just send them to Aaliyah because this <laughs> episode would have gold. gold. Yeah, gold it would be a content. Lot. Absolutely a cruise ship. A cruise ship just is all four pictures. <laughs> Cruise ships. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So. Hope you guys enjoyed this. We love you guys so, so much. Yeah. Um, Appreciate you We love the feedback on our last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a lot of fun things still coming. Don't you worry. Um, And, yeah. um, We're excited. Yeah. Very excited. Tackling the new new year. year. Mm -hmm. We're only two weeks in, which means we have two weeks left of January, which is absolutely nuts. Me and Bria. This is like a Bria episode. Bria, we love you so much. Me and Bria were talking today, and I was just like, Bria. Literally, you're gonna be a whole mom in like three and a half months. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and I'm I gonna think have a nephew February February seventh, she'll be exactly three months from her due date, which means she'll be basically like two and a half months away from her being able to pop at like. We're any gonna point. be aunts soon. Oh, that's so, so exciting! Weird. Unofficial aunts, obviously. Unofficial. I know it's hard to believe. Unrelated and I aunts are not related. Yeah, I know we look. <laughs> So alike. I know we act identical. I know that we look like we could be twins. Unfortunately, but we are we're not, not blood related. Yeah, so unfortunate. Um, sisters from another mister, if and you will. lady. Yeah. Yeah, it is fine. I am Native American. Well, yeah. As are you. Yeah, I am So, too. just saying. That works. Long, long. <gasps> Weird. Ancestry, are we gone? <laughs> 23 and me. <laughs> Tell us we're related. Hopefully, it's on the positive end of the ancestry. Second hundred cousins. We're like, "Mm." (laughs) I have me and Jessica are two percent related. We're like five milliseconds from being a percent related, and we're like, yes, we're sisters. So we're basically related. We're basically sisters. So anyway.
We're gonna Anywho, go. We're gonna wrap this up now. Talk to our friends about the things that are going on in their life and have girl talk. So and drink the rest of this bottle of wine. Yep. Always give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes. Uh, five stars if you're feeling kind. Four stars if you're feeling honest. Anything below that, <laughs> please leave it be. Yeah, leave it be. just DM us and tell us that you fucking hate and us. And you can always send us an email at the Unlicensed Podcast with any advice, situation, advice, questions. If you want to come on the pod, if you want us to come on your pod, we would. We're yeah. open to all of it. Um, please so yeah. be like gentle with us though, because we're Jessica is back in school. We're very new. I'm changing career paths as well. So like Scheduling. our schedules are a little, they're, they're going to look a little bit different. We'll, we'll work with you. We yeah. can figure it out. We can actually we're gonna figure, figure it out. out, but just bear with us. Bear with us. So yes. So that's all I think we need to say yeah. about that, but we, we will see you guys ago. next Thursday for another episode. We love you so much. And. It's unscripted. (laughs) It's unapologetic. It's unlicensed podcast. Bye.